Welcome to AIM Living, a podcast to support your journey of self-discovery and personal growth. Listen to stories from the community, act on some words of wisdom, or pause for a guided meditation practice. We hold space for conversation and reflection so you can embody authentic, intentional, and mindful living. Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 6 of AIM Living. My name is Christy, and I'm your host today. I wonder where you're listening from and what you're doing at this moment. Perhaps you're at home doing household chores or on the train commuting to work. Regardless, I'm grateful you've decided to click play on your device and join us on this journey. We did not release an episode last week, but we're back and bringing you content with a new theme, gratitude. Hopefully you enjoyed the New Beginnings series, and in case you missed any episodes, feel free to go back. I know I'll be replaying the meditations led by Shemathy and Cemetery. Another exciting thing, as you probably have noticed from the title, this is not a listen, act, or pause episode, but rather a special episode. Essentially, what this means is that it doesn't really follow any of our standard types. As someone in a STEM field, I thought I could use this opportunity to geek out on the science of gratitude. A reason I think this may be of interest, even for those not in science, is that it may give you a reason to practice gratitude. Perhaps you already have your own reasons, which is wonderful, but some people prefer things to be backed by evidence so that they know that it is an effective use of their time. I will try to find a balance between making the information simple enough for anyone to understand and providing enough details to make a point. My intention with this is to introduce the upcoming episodes on the theme of gratitude through sharing some research, something that is more objective than me telling you that gratitude is good for you. Let's begin with our opening quote. In ordinary life, we hardly realize that we receive a great deal more than we give, and that it is only with gratitude that life becomes rich. And that is from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I think this quote touches on personal awareness because it's not that we suddenly have more. The difference is from bringing attention to it. Let me walk you through the structure of this episode so you know what to expect. I've selected a few relatively recent papers and I'll share their main findings with you. I would like to begin with a review paper to give a general overview before diving into specific research studies. In case you aren't aware, a review paper means the authors search existing literature for relevant articles rather than generating their own data. This one was published in 2019. I have access to the full article through my institution, but since many of you may not be able to look into the details without paying for it, I will briefly go over the main findings, also to avoid copyright and legal issues. Here, they summarized the effects of gratitude on five domains, physical health, psychopathology, psychological well-being, emotional well-being, 
and social well-being. Common gratitude interventions include gratitude journaling and writing a gratitude letter. These activities seem to be slightly beneficial for cardiovascular and inflammatory factors. Gratitude interventions may also help with sleep quality. I would think this is related to peace of mind, similar in the way that people advise couples to resolve arguments before going to bed each night. The next domain of psychopathology reports findings from observational studies, which means the participants self-report their gratitude rather than being randomly assigned to a control or gratitude intervention group. People with higher levels of gratitude tend to have fewer symptoms of psychopathology in the future. Moreover, gratitude interventions may promote psychological well-being, but these studies were inconclusive. So far, the findings I've shared don't seem very convincing, but don't worry, we're going to end on a high note. Compared to the effects on physical health, gratitude is much more positively associated with mental well-being, specifically emotional and social well-being. Practicing gratitude can not only maintain emotional well-being, but also prevent it from declining. In terms of social well-being, it helps with building relationships, which makes sense to me because I see that people in healthy relationships are often grateful for one another. The next three primary research articles I'll be discussing are open access, so you'll be able to read the full text if you're interested. I've linked them in the show notes. The first one is written by Kyung and colleagues in Nature Scientific Reports in 2017. They compared five-minute gratitude and resentment interventions on 32 individuals. They collected fMRI, or functional magnetic resonance imaging, scans at baseline during the first intervention, resting state, during the second intervention, and then again at resting state. They also measured heart rate. I mentioned earlier that gratitude interventions have benefits on mental well-being. This study suggests that it does this by changing the resting state functional connectivity of brain regions related to emotion and motivation, thereby improving emotion regulation and self-motivation. The next article is from Hazlitt and colleagues, published in 2021. The researchers wanted to explore the physical health benefits of gratitude and the associated neural mechanisms in the brain, or in other words, what happens in the brain that leads to these benefits. The study consisted of 76 women aged 35 to 50 years old. They completed a six-week online writing assignment. Half of them were randomly assigned to the gratitude group in which they received prompts about gratitude towards others, while the other half received neutral prompts as the control group. The main outcomes that the researchers were investigating were neural activity measured with fMRI and inflammatory markers in blood samples. The brain regions of interests included the amygdala, ventral striatum, and septal area. 
Sometimes referred to as the fear center of the brain, the amygdala is involved in emotional processing. The ventral striatum and septal area are two regions that are not only related to rewards, but also associated with caregiving behavior. Participants also self-reported on giving and receiving emotional and instrumental or tangible support. The study showed that increased support giving was correlated with reduced amygdala activity, which in turn was correlated with decreased inflammation. From these findings, the researchers concluded that activity in the amygdala mediates the relationship between support giving and inflammation. The last article is relevant to research events, the impacts of COVID-19 on well-being. The paper was published in Frontiers in Psychology by Mead and colleagues, also in 2021. They explored the following potential protective factors of well-being. Physical activity, gratitude, social support, nature connectedness, and tragic optimism, which is being positive in the face of tragedy. 138 adults from 18 to 68 years old enrolled in the study based in the United Kingdom. They filled out a series of questionnaires. After controlling for age, gender, and subjective social status, the researchers found that gratitude and tragic optimism contributed significantly to their model. And that concludes our episode. I think the last paper gives us some hope because it tells me that there is something I can do to help promote my own well-being. Keep in mind that I did not critique the papers nor discuss their limitations. However, I think this information still gives us some insight into the promising benefits of gratitude. Our closing quote for today is, Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. From Melody Beattie. I think one of the great things about our podcast is you get to hear from several members of our team. This way, there is a smaller chance of us boring you with the same voice every week. Just kidding. One benefit is the diverse set of personal experiences and perspectives. Next week, I'll be sharing my story with gratitude. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of AIM Living. We hope you look forward to our gratitude series. If you'd like to make a suggestion for our next theme, please use our contact form, which is linked in the show notes, along with our social media handles and the research articles mentioned. I'll be back next week. Until then, goodbye.